Welcome to Mother Love News. Here we go. Welcome to Mother Loving News. I'm your host, Cliff Broadbeck, and for the next half hour, I'm going to lie to you. Mostly because this news is largely made up. Before we get started, make sure that you take a second. You hit that like button. You hit that subscribe button. And you make sure that you're commenting all the way through what we're doing tonight. Uh, but most importantly, make sure you take a second and share this with uh, your family physician. Uh, it is my pleasure. It's about that time. You guys, you guys see him over there on the second monitor. You can wave before you're officially uh, recognized here. Don't, don't, don't do it. I was messing. Don't. I did Nobody it. acknowledged the bum in the corner. Um, so uh, it's my pleasure to uh, go ahead and introduce everybody to the, the man known around the world as that chubby, chubby chaser. Zachary. Snackbox. What up, my man? Yeah. Snackbox. What's going hey, on, Snacks? what's going on, brother? <laughs> doing all right tonight? I am. I'm doing fantastic, man. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been excited for this show all day. Yeah. Awesome, sure. dude. What are we snacking on, man? Yeah. Uh, so start off with uh, the libation. We're going with uh, Mountain Dew, Major Melon, but this is the zero sugar version. Not as good as the the real sugar. And yeah, then staying healthy. <laughs> and then. Everybody knows I love my popcorn, so we're going tip top pop from the one and only Bucky's. Oh it's, yeah, Bucky's man, Buck your mother. Yep, yep. It's uh, the white cheddar jalapeno variety, and I cannot wait to dig in. Right in that mic, I love it. So tell people, I, I don't know if the world knows Bucky's. I hope they do. Tell people what Bucky's is all about. It's uniquely okay, Texas, so, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Bucky's is a gas station, um, but it is no ordinary gas station. It is like a gas station that um, has had children with Walmart. <laughs> it's like the byproduct <laughs> of a gas station climbing up yep. on a big old Walmart. Yep, yep. Mixed in with an Academy Sports. Those little thrusties. <laughs> I hear you. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it, it sounds like you get your snacks in order. You got to get off the Mountain Dew, bro. It's going to kill you. No, not okay. happening. Well, that's cool. All right, I'm gonna head over to Newsery. We got a special first story. This is very important. Newsery time. News. Um. So earlier this week, I reported on a story about Black Rifle Coffee butting heads with their conservative America First ex-military customer base. I was critical of Black Rifle, uh, but I was also critical of the complainers who are now going to go to Starbucks, where 68 cents of each dollar they spend will be uh, used to pay for the globalist takeover of the world. Um, this video was the most viewed of Mother Love and News channel uh, to date. Um, that won't last long because we expect amazing growth. And so that's a short span, short lifespan data point. Uh, however, this video did receive one long comment in particular that caught my attention from a viewer. And I responded. Now, the response that I provided, uh, it was really late at night, uh, early morning hours, I would guess around 2 a.m., um, and this, this, I think that the situation uh, requires an apology to everyone that has thus far been exposed to MLN. Uh, in fact, uh, after this, this show is over, I'm going to jump over to that comment uh, and uh, I'm going to post a link to this specific apology because I want to make sure that that it reaches the, the, the right parties. Um, first of all, I'll start with Black Rifle Coffee. To Black Rifle Coffee, I apologize. 
for pointing out the fact that you're complete idiots for using the New York Times to take a big dump on the people that have allowed you to be a successful company. Uh, to the disaffected Black Rifle customer, um, you really shouldn't pin your sense of self-worth uh, to a coffee company or any company for that matter. If they hire vets, that's cool. Uh, the specific gentleman that left a comment explained that he was a former special operator. And to you, sir, I apologize that you decided to sign up for the military after being manipulated by George W. Bush. It probably is truly difficult to sleep after knowing that such a fool conned you in order to secure the petrodollar. Sucks for you. But most importantly, to the mother-loving news community, this is a serious apology. Uh, by not being on the complete offensive towards Black Rifle Coffee during that segment, I suppose somebody could say that I briefly curled my middle finger um, and when that army dude or marine dude or I don't really know what branch he was in, but uh, when I made that guy feel bad, I responded to his comment with a comment of my own that wasn't consistent with my values. I was really just trying to make peace and I can tell you that that was a mistake. Um, we, we may not agree, you and I, the, the amazing audience that we have, we might not agree on every opinion, but I will not be backing down from any of them. I don't like how it made me feel. So, uh, that guy said to whatever that guy said, I don't know. He, he basically just said that I don't know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter because I'm back and this finger is stronger and it's more elevated than it's ever going to be. So guy that was talking trash, screw you. But with that said, please make sure you hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe. Um, we would love if you share that with with everybody that you know. So thanks so much for that. Snackbox. <laughs> What's up, my man, Snackbox? Bro, bro, you almost made me choke on these kernels, these corn kernels, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, we're not apologizing for nothing. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw that comment and I was like, oh, man, I, he, he's like... He's like, you're going too easy on Black Rifle. Like they they really screwed their people over. And I don't remember I don't know if you remember that segment, but I was basically saying, like, hey, let's not overreact. Like, what do you like if you had to pick a coffee company, are you gonna pick Black Rifle who hires vets and somewhat aligns with you? Or are you gonna go to Starbucks where you that you know that they're gonna screw you at every turn? Exactly. Uh, exactly. exactly. But that that being said, I did do, and I said this in the comment, I did some more research and I found out that, you know what, Black Rifle's kind of being some a-holes. They're, they're trying to get a little bit wokey. Um, and, and I don't care for that either. So I guess I'm gonna go, I don't know, I gotta find some dirty hippie that makes his own like free trade coffee or has some sort of exchange or something. I don't even know what to do anymore. Like you can't win, you yeah. can't win. Everybody's tainted in this woke mess. They're all dirty Man, taints. I feel like this is the same exact situation that a lot of liberals found themselves in uh, and actually moderates too. Uh, back in when the first time that Trump ran, um, it, it was very much like you have Bernie, this, you know, honest guy who, who does the right thing in, in his eyes and all this. But man, his policies suck. Yep. Right. Or you could go to Hillary, Hillary and, um, you know, where, you know, she's stacking the bodies, you know, it's the same, same way, you know, black rifle versus Starbucks, man. And, uh, yeah, if you're giving Starbucks your money for, uh, I just, yep. I feel bad no, for you. Me too. But yeah, binary, you were right, bro. Black rifle. They, they, I, I did more. I, I looked into it, man. I was wrong. I just read the article, the long article where they took a crap on, a couple of people, but apparently even during the election cycle, they got a little, they got a little iffy, man. I didn't know that, but they got a little sketch, um, which is more power to them, dude. And, and if you love black, black rifle, then go for it, dude, yeah. buy it up. I'm not going to sit here and, and talk trash. Let me ask you a question. 
if you got a choice to make, dude, uh, um, and, and that choice is between something really bad or something moderately bad, guess what? I don't care what you do. It's your choice. Just don't try to start imposing that crap on me. That's really that my position is largely, I hate libertarian ideas or whatever you want to call them, but uh, I'm pretty hands off. Like as long as I don't care if you want to wear a dress and skip and all that, but I'm, I'm going to draw a line whenever you start trying to act like I should, like I'm a jerk for not co-signing it. Um, yeah. That's really all I'm looking for. And so I, I hate getting caught in the middle, but my boy binary was right on, dude. They are nuts. I didn't even, I, I was out of touch. My bad. <laughs> I, I, it sucks, dude. I feel bad. Cause I, I was, I was really like trying to be nice. I was trying to be a peacemaker, but never again, you have my word. Never again. Will I be pleasant? <laughs> so it is what it is, bro. Are you going to buy some black raffle coffee now, bro? Uh, so actually, a, a friend of mine, he actually owns a chain of coffee shops that I only I only buy coffee from his shop. So. Oh yeah, cool. Good for yeah. you, man. It's pretty. For- it's pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, that is awesome. You ready to hit that newsery? Let's do it. Right. Over the weekend, France saw massive protests as Emmanuel Macron, the current French president and former Rothschild employee, shocking. Introduce rules that will require people who want to exercise the rights of full citizenship to present either a COVID vaccine passport uh, or a negative test for the super terrible, very bad virus. Uh, this, uh, the punishment for violating this law, six months in prison. Um, awesome picture of a dude slapping Emmanuel Macron. Way to go. These protests were quite impressive in size, uh, and some even had participation from civil servants like firefighters and, more surprisingly, police. Uh, I don't really understand, though, what the whole fuss is about. So if you don't have a vaccine, you can just get your test. Now, I know I, I, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say something like, hey, I should be able to exercise the right to go places and do things without the permission of the government. But to that, I say, no, 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 no. In fact... I've taken the radical step of go ahead and calling the FBI for permission to do most of my day-to-day activities. Just earlier today, I called the FBI when I was heading to the old toilet, and I said, just so you know, I'm going to go log out if you know what I'm saying. So I don't know if it's legal for me to advise all Americans to contact the FBI every day, all day. Um, you know, I'm not sure you could just, but if you did, you could just say, Hey, uh, don't worry about spying on me. I'll keep you informed this way. Uh, that might lead to them being a little tied up and I can understand why they wouldn't appreciate that. Um, they are really busy hunting down terrorists that are out, uh, out to bring the collapse of what the FBI is trying to do, which is a communist infiltration of the United States government. Um, they have serious work to do. There are a lot of grandmothers left to arrest. And I know before you say it, I know Cuomo really put a dent in that population, but there were a lot of baby boomers. (laughs) All right. What up, Zachary Snacks? What do you think about these? Did you, have you seen these protests in France? You know, I just saw, I saw just a little bit. I didn't really read into it that much. I've been kind of busy. Yeah. They're huge, dude. So the the law is if you and this is part of the French culture is they go to cafes, right? Like you go and you yeah. you you go indoors, you go outdoors. It's a communal thing. It's just the way the culture operates. Um, not like Americans. Like Americans, they go to fast food and they just eat a lot. They they the French actually go there and chit chat and make a make a 
like sort of a big deal out of it. It's just what they do. Um, and so telling people if they don't take this shot or uh, uh, then you can't do that, you can't participate in your culture, your society. People are pretty miffed about it. And I was shocked. I saw there were cops, literally cops that put down the riot shields and turned around and started walking with these protesters and said, nah, we ain't playing that either. Um, yeah. I would like to see some cops in the United States start to have a backbone and not enforce some of these COVID restrictions, to be honest with you. I've about had it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You, you know any cops, dude? Mm, you know, yes, I do. But most of them have kind of moved up the ranks by now. So none of them are really uniform officers. Like, I know two or three detectives. And, oh, uh, fancy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what you're saying, right? Now, yeah, I, the next time I, I get pulled over, I'm going to ask the cop if he would arrest me, um, if he was ordered to arrest me for uh, something innocuous. I got to come up with some scenario. Like if I if I spoke my mind publicly and, and the police chief said arrest me for it, would he do it? Because um, I just want to know exactly what degree of Nazi we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, you know? Yeah, that's right. I'm turned right? into such a radical dude. <laughs> dude, I, man. So, so it's funny. So, um, you know, we had this conversation last week that you wanted to start calling the FBI and letting them know every single thing you do, so that way they don't have to watch hours of footage. Yeah, they, you don't they, need you don't need to worry about my um, my Echo yeah. device. There's don't worry yeah. about Siri. I got you, man. I'll yeah, sweat it. Dude, just tell them everything. It's actually funny because uh, after that conversation, the very next day, I, I actually got a phone call. Yeah. Um, it was some small town in Florida, but it, believe it or not, it was actually the FBI saying that my social security <laughs> number was in jeopardy. And uh, yeah, this, somebody had stole stole my social. So I told them everything they needed to know. I gave them my credit cards, make sure those were taken care of, my social security, <laughs> my address, told them my mother's maiden name. I gave them everything and you know, it's, it's good. I, I have a clean conscience. I'm I sure really... you'll be better off now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he have an odd accent though? It but his name, he said his, his name was, uh, was, uh, I, I believe it was, uh, Jeffrey Smith. Yeah. So I mean, that's a stand up American. It's cool, name. man. I mean, we, we're a melting pot. We're, we're, I'm telling you, you just never know yeah. where they're from yeah. or what their background is. But I, I think that you did the right thing in the name of multiculturalism. Always trust them when they say they're with the FBI. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's actually funny. He had the same sort of accent that my Lyft driver had last week. That's um, weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. What are the odds? All right, man, newsery. Newsery. Johnson & Johnson, the same company that provides one of the glorious miracle shots, has been found liable for covering up the fact that their baby powder contained asbestos. Um, they couldn't get the recipe for talcum powder correct. They knew, uh, They also happen to know about these uh, safety issues for a number of years and continue to cover them up. The company's actually facing thousands of lawsuits, uh, and they've already been ordered to pay uh, over $2 billion in one verdict uh, from a case last year. In order to continue to serve the public in the amazing way that they've done thus far, Johnson Johnson is exploring the possibility of seeking bankruptcy so they can reorganize as a smaller company. This would lower the amount owed to the victims of the damaging product. That's right. They're looking for ways to make sure that cancer victims get less money. J&J, you're pretty smart. Uh, Johnson Johnson doesn't need to worry about uh, similar lawsuits, though, with the Voldemort shot, as they have received civil immunity for any damages that the treatment causes. I can tell you that MLN's own Zachary Snacks is also working to receive immunity for a new product uh, that he's been working to bring to market. 
this is, uh, this is a, a product designed to help people retain their hair through the application of a really strong adhesive that collects debris uh, from around the house when the customer wanders about. Zachary Snacks told us that there's no possible threat that could come of the application of this adhesive. Uh, whenever we ask him for a statement regarding why he was seeking this civil liability immunity, he said, quote, just cause. <laughs> Trying to go with that gorilla glue, man. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna make that happen? <laughs> it, it's good, man. It's good stuff. It's industrial strength. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was going to initially, I thought it would be important to share people the, uh, the idea that it keeps your hair in place. But then I thought it would be better as uh, somebody who is, you know, prone to the progressive balding that occurs in men. Um, it'd be better to apply it and just kind of rub your head around the floor, or maybe pick up some dust or, or dog fur or something like that. Yeah. yeah you know, dog fur, that's a real natural touch. It looks good. People people say it's it's classy when you have the dog fur stuck to the back of your head. Yeah, I mean it, it's kind of like um, it's going to be like the new age. Like remember those real crazy wigs they used to wear back oh, yeah. in back in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, this is going to be kind of like that. Like you're fancy. You're kind of powdered like wig. A, yeah, powdered wig. This just is just dog, this dog is, hair and gorilla glue. Yeah, it's the <laughs> dog hair and gorilla glue. Um. <laughs> You know, my favorite part about this story, though, seriously, is that Johnson & Johnson is going to file bankruptcy and reorganize mm -hmm. because they covered up the fact that they were telling people to put asbestos on their junk and children. Like, what mm -hmm. dirtbags. It's amazing. There is no end. This is Whenever people say, like, I used to be one of these right-wingers that said capitalism is the, the path forward. Like, it's the right way to handle things and all that. And it is. But this isn't capitalism, bro. This is crazy nope. crony capitalism, like this weird corporatist nonsense where you can you can literally give people cancer and then turn around and and work to to minimize your exposure to that that decision making. It's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. It just makes you wonder which which politicians are related to the board of Johnson and Johnson. That that's that's what I th immediately comes to mind. Um, Who's on that board? Yeah, yeah. Who's on that board and who are they related to? Yeah, um, totally. Or what money have they given to which campaigns? Um, but uh, that being said, you know, it just makes you really think about the immunities uh, for the Voldemorts. And yeah. um, new topic. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I just, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a shame. It's a shame that um, we can go ahead and, and claim bankruptcies and, and reconfigure in order to uh, move forward with less uh, risk. Dude, totally, man. And I see uh, a statement that, that comes to my mind a lot uh, in the chat there is that you can't have capitalism without morality. Um, and and it, there's there really is. And then binary tag Hillary's statement with no legal immunity. Uh, I agree, man. I agree a hundred percent. Like you, you, you can't have whenever, whenever capitalism was at its best, which I don't even know necessarily when that was, but, uh, real capitalism, it requires people to have some sort of moral compass that, that makes sense. And, and I don't think we have anything remotely close to that right now. Call me crazy. Well, but, you know, a, a few years back, I don't remember exactly how many, but, uh, remember the phrase too big to fail. Dude, I yeah, I think about that all the time, bro. Yeah. So you you're gonna tell me this is cat? We're in a capitalistic society when uh, when we are uh, we're given handouts to 
to the mega elite. Insane. I know. Mm. It's almost like those are the biggest donors to the political class too, right? No. No. I Man, I just got depressed. I'm going I'm going back to my popcorn. Don't worry, man. I'm going to wake us all up. Uh, we have a, a good story about AOC. I think you're going to enjoy it. You ready? I love her. <laughs> do you? You probably do. Here we go. I do. Actually, um, sorry, Snacks. Uh, we're going to have to bump the planned story about AOC's near-death experience during the Pearl Harbor attack. Uh, Mother Lovin' News has a super intense, hardcore breaking news story for you. Uh, we have decided that we're going to be taking breaking news to the next level. Hit them with that stinger, boys. It's Mother Lovin' Breaking News. We can report that Black Rifle Coffee has changed their name to the Rainbow Rifle Company. And that Vice President Matt Best will now be uh, changing his name and gender. He now identifies as a brony sexual. These are people who are attracted to My Little Pony culture. Matt will now be going by the name Matt Besticorn. And uh, his correct pronouns will be Nay and Nayum. Nay is looking to make a big splash with several new product lines. There's a new dark roast that'll be called Brew Paul. And a light roast called Sloppy Party Bottom. This has been your super intense, hardcore breaking news. Snackbox. <laughs> to be honest with you, man, that may be a little too intense, dude. Ooh. Oh, man. I, I need a steamy <laughs> hot cup of brew ball right now. You want some brew ball? <laughs> it's dark, man. It's man, real dark. It, I, heard it's, I, I, heard, I heard it's real strong. It has a stiff bite up front, but uh, a little bit hairy on the back end. <laughs> it's so hairy on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you got to get you a big old brew pot. If you want something lighter, there's always sloppy party bottom to give a shot, dude. Yeah, yeah, um, I heard that has that has overtones of um, nuttiness. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I really appreciate Rainbow Rifle Company. Um, yep. Man, that really took a turn. I went to, I went from being too soft on them to being hard on them to being really hard on them, and then they Ooh. turned it all around with some brew pot. I didn't see it coming. Nope. Man, those breaking yeah, news stories really catch you off guard. Yeah, but they want to give. They want to get hard on you. <laughs> they they what? probably do, man. All right, dude. I, let's just get to our last uh, newsery. <laughs> Fox News has reported that a group of black teachers are working to dismantle the education system as we know it. Fox reports that the Abolitionist Teaching Network is developing a list of abolitionist teacher demands, which include free anti-racist therapy for white educators and support staff. Additionally, it states that uh, teaching and learning standards, as well as teacher evaluation, should be grounded in the pursuit of black, brown, and indigenous liberation, criticality, excellence, and joy. The network claims that it is dedicated to not creating new schools or reimagining schools, but destroying schools that do nothing but harm black and brown children. Uh, that's according to the co-founder, Benita Love. The group plans to pay its activists and residents to travel around the country uh, and go into schools or communities and do the work of dismantling. Miss Love said, if you don't if you don't recognize that white supremacy is in everything that we do, then we got a problem. 
Love, who is also chair of the board of directors for the organization, said, I want us to be feared. Uh, MLN has actually partnered with the Abolitionist Teaching Network to provide snug-fitting full-body koofies and a BLM skirt to all participating activists and residents. So we are going to make sure that we decolonize the schools, the bookcases, and uh, absolutely ensure that uh, we destroy these communities because I think that's what we need. That's the only ethical thing that could be done. All right, my man. What do you got, bro? Dude, I'm on board, man. We need to get in. We need to get up in there, and we need to go <laughs> all ahead up in and there. start <laughs> all up in that. And we need to we need to let them know. We need to let them know. You know, if you don't know you're privileged, that's yeah. the privilege, dude. You know how what a privilege it is. You're right. It's just a privilege not knowing that you're privileged, dude. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, I'm not privileged, and then, Bing, there's like a <laughs> we gotta do that. <laughs> I just thought it was, <laughs> there's a there's like a, a cloud that pops up like a thought cloud and it's got um, it's got like a social justice warrior in it just telling me reminded me bro reminded me that hey sometimes feeling good should make you feel bad yeah um, it should it, it really should you know <laughs> the fact that we can live in a free country and that we can wake up in the morning and take a nice hot shower. Yeah, we can go out. We can, get, we can get dressed. We can go jump in our car, go to work, and and slave for the for the corporate man for for eight to ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have that freedom, and then and then to come home and and you know and to completely forget how much privilege I had to do that. Totally, dude. Yeah, no, I think about that a lot too. I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I especially uh, my fellow Americans who have been to college and took out you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans, like the freedom that they get to exercise with regularity. I mean, like they're, they're free to not even pay the loans back if they don't want to. And the only penalty is going to prison. That's sort of losing your freedom, but still dude, like you're free to do it. You get to Mm -hmm. do what you want to do, man. You know, you know how many, you know how many (laughs) white people forget the privilege they have to go work at McDonald's and to serve. (laughs) Dude, <laughs> to serve other people and scrape to get by and you know and they this is good real cool. i'm sorry man but binary just said he's currently not in a communist detention center despite openly opposing them he is seriously privileged i need everybody in chat to take a second this is a reflective healing therapy moment everybody that's viewing uh make sure that you go ahead and share what your privilege was like thanksgiving we're gonna give we're gonna give thanks for the privilege we have i'll go first um I feel really privileged about the fact that uh, that I had the opportunity last year to experience firsthand uh, critical race theory at work. I really enjoyed that. I liked the opportunity to sit through a training that let me know um, that I was inherently evil because of the skin color I have, uh, despite the fact that I was born and raised in poverty. So what are, what are you feeling privileged for there? <laughs> you know, I feel very privileged that I grew up in... <laughs> in a household in a household (laughs) no no i can't i can't this is hilarious because honestly y'all if anybody has white privilege at birth it's this dude (laughs) like you're middle class molly dude come on a a little bit a A little bit bit. yeah ask him about his golf game and his classically trained cellist (laughs) he's a classically trained cellist dude. listen listen i i i only have a good golf game because i was a fry cook at a country club yeah they let me play for free you didn't live near that that golf course next topic 
<laughs> All right, y'all. What do we want people to do? Their privilege. <laughs> what do we want them to do? Come on, tell tell them snacks. Man, I, listen. You have the privilege. If if anybody's feeling privileged inside of our little chat or anyone watching this, they need to understand that they have the privilege to go ahead and like, boom, subscribe, yes, and sir, comment. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love it. Do them all. Get it. Let it up. It's beautiful. Mm, yep. Yep. All right, y'all. As always, man, I really appreciate the folks that are here live. Y'all are amazing. Um, I see we got a we got a comment. MS thirteen. Okay. There was also that one time I shamed three sheets at the same time, and the time I didn't die when MS thirteen got me. <laughs> Dude, I got a story. Never mind. I'll, I'll have to save it for another day. I got a good gas station story. Uh, not that different from the time MS-13 uh, got after you. All right, y'all. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this content. We're going to be cutting this up a little bit and throwing it online. That, that'll that make it easy, digestible. Um, y'all are beautiful slash, or I'm sorry, uh, snacks. Uh, you're less beautiful. <laughs> See y'all later. Take it easy, fellas. We're up.